Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Paychecks Business Series podcast. Really glad that you're here. I am Gene Marks. Hopefully, you guys know and recognize me already, at least recognize my voice. Uh, I write in a whole bunch of places all over the place, from The Hill to Forbes, the Philadelphia Inquirer, The Guardian, and all of that. Well, today, um, we, we have a good guest on here today. We're talking to Frank Fiorelli. Frank is the Vice President of Risk Compliance and Data Analytics at Paychecks. And the reason why you know, Frank is on this conversation, why we're going to be talking Frank is because uh, you know Paychex just came out with uh, their most recent numbers about jobs. Uh, they just released this just this prior week, and it is really indicative of where the economy is going. And what I want to do is I want to get uh, Frank's you know insights as to you know, what this jobs numbers is all about, and you know and, and and where he thinks things are going. So Frank, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for uh, joining me. Hello, hello. Hey, it's a pleasure. It's good to see you again, Gene. It is great seeing you as well. Okay, so I'm going to read Frank verbatim off this press release that came from Paychex last week. Now, um, Paychex every month does their, it's called the Paychex IHS Market Small Business Employment Watch. This is a number that comes out monthly that's closely watched uh, by economists, by people in the media, because it is... Honestly, it's to me when when I'm looking at the economy, Frank. Like I, I, I don't like necessarily like surveys or questionnaires. Like this is like real data from you know your 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 company that you know and, and your whole business is all about payroll. So when I hear about wages, when I hear about job growth uh, or just jobs in general, like to me this is numbers that really really strike out. So from the press release, the Employment Watch shows that there were noticeable increases in job growth in March across all four. U.S. regions and nearly all states and metros analyzed in the report. Notable job increases, which is great news. The small business jobs index increased to 94.25 in March, um, which doesn't necessarily, you know, what does that mean? And I'm going to ask you, Frank, what all that means in just a minute. But um, the index, although it remains about 4% below its March 2020 level, um, the increase has been the most significant one-month gain already since 2013. So, Frank, you know, my takeaway from this report and also some recent jobs numbers from the U.S. government is that people are hiring. Um, explain to us a little bit more about what this report is telling us. Yeah, thanks, Gina. And it's, it's great to be with you and everybody. So, um, you know, I, I'm biased, obviously, but I feel like this this index, this uh, this report is the, the best uh, report on small business out there. It's it's curated data targeted towards mom and pop Main Street small businesses, right? So that's what it is, and that's really what it shows. It's, it's a barometer that really measures the, the, the hiring, the health of small businesses, how they're doing from an employment standpoint, from an hour's work, and from a wage standpoint. And what's really interesting about this is, um, you know, I, I think it's a great uh, not only is it a great barometer, but it's a very uh, leading edge indicator because we're kind of the first one out the gate. We come out on Tuesday from Jobs Week, so we're the first one really to report. Um, like you said, this really isn't a survey. We're not surveying. This is actual data from our payroll journals. By the way, 350,000 small businesses, again, mom and pop Main Street businesses. And again, since it's real data, you know, we don't go back and uh, adjust it the next month or, or revise it. It's, it's, you know, what we report is really what it is. So, again, we feel like it's a great, great indicator. And, you know, when we measure it uh, or correlate it to other um, national statistics, it 
highly correlates with them. So again, it's a, it's a great kind of uh, barometer to see what's going on in small business. Okay, so I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And and okay, it's a great barometer. And frankly, this month were great numbers. So so Frank, tell us what why do you think we are seeing this growth? Yeah. So so again, we we um you know actually the last couple reports that we put out even in prior months, if you kind of you know, you look under the hood, you started to see some strength. And uh, so this month's report was really not much of a surprise. We really thought it was going to be much better. Now, you've seen that um, correlate with other reports that have been coming out. Um, the ISM uh, report came out this morning and the, and, and the hiring index part of that was very robust and very strong. And other reports that came out last week were obviously very, very strong. But, um, you know, what we, we think... Um, you know, there's definitely kind of almost there was two tales of um, small businesses. One was obviously the the sectors that got hit the hardest, Asian hospitality, and all those other ones. And all those other ones, by the way, were actually performing pretty well through the you know, even after the pandemic. And now what you're seeing, and we saw this this month, was that leisure and hospitality sector come roaring back, and really was kind of the the key um, indicator, key part of this that really drove the. The, the index up. And like you had said, best number in eight years we've seen from a one month perspective. Now, one thing I want to really stress is we still have a big hole to dig out of, right? There's still a lot of wood to chop. Um, great month, great trend. Things are, are looking up. But again, there's a, a long way to go uh, to kind of get back to where we were before the pandemic hit. Where um, where have you guys seen the most growth? I mean, you said in the report that across all four regions were showing strong growth, but was there any part of the country that seemed stronger than others? Yeah. And, um, you know, one other thing I do want to mention, we also, um, we kind of call it the trifecta this past month. And what I mean by that is not only did we see the index uh, go up and have its one past one month number uh, in eight years, but we saw an increase in hourly earnings. Um, and we also saw hours work. So again, it was strong across the board. And the trends, as far as kind of where that growth is really kind of coming from, um, really interesting this month. You know, the, the South has historically been very, very strong. Um, you know, and if you look at it, you know, we actually um, um, dig down and look at this um, by state, region, uh, city, sector, you name it. Um, we can break it down many, many different ways. But you know, the South historically has been been strong. Um, and if you look at our, our top two states, we're, we're Texas and Florida. But we actually saw the, from, a, from a one month change, the Northeast actually had the, um, the best change over the month. So I think, you know, I think that, you know, ties in with, you know, companies turning their lights back on and opening up and, kind of you know, getting back to normal, uh, I think is really what's driving a lot of the growth. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that Florida and Texas um, you know, for experiencing growth. I mean, I, I was in Florida for the month of January and that state's been like wide open like this entire time. And um, I mean, we didn't go out to eat anywhere, but there were a lot of people that were out eating and, you know, doing their thing and, you know, good for them as long as they're staying safe. But, you know, I, you know, I'm betting, I'm betting that uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of this job growth coming from states like California, from New Jersey, from New York, from Pennsylvania uh, in the coming months, right? As Because they're the ones that have been locked down the most. And, I, and I, I'm not even sure if we've seen the full impact of their job recovery yet. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. We probably will we'll, we'll see those numbers come back. You know, we um, the index measures the, the rate of change. So 
they also are starting from a much lower standpoint. So you'll probably see those um, those states um, probably contribute um, going forward most of the index. So I, I would agree with that. Okay, you had mentioned hospitality is one of the you know uh, one of the industries that that have recovered. Um, you know, I've been looking at certain numbers. You know, uh, Open Table, you know, the mobile app. I don't know if you use them, Frank, or not, but like they they publish every like every week their uh, restaurant diners that are using their, their mobile app, and they do it nationally and for certain states, and it's it's starting to increase like significantly across right. the country. And again, back to Florida and Texas, they're like you know they're like back to like 2019 levels. Um, but then, you know, and then TSA travelers, you know, TSA reports every day on daily travelers and those numbers are spiking as well. So I'm expecting travel industry is going to be um, one of the ones that are going to be and anybody indirectly related to travel. We're going to see even more, you know, jobs increasing in the months to come. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, again, and I do think, you know, that, that leisure and hospitality sector um, will, will really um, start to really rip as well as some of these other um um, what we call kind of other sectors, which is kind of a, a hodgepodge of um, small businesses that um, are really um, discretionary spending helps them a lot. So as you know, um, savings are up. People um, are, are, are getting a lot of cash through the, through the government. Um, so we think some of those sort of sectors will also start to increase this summer as well. You know, I just we, we try very not we're, we're trying to give information here um, without politicizing anything. But obviously, the last stimulus bill is going to continue some federal unemployment you know benefits through September of this year. Um, you know, as you look ahead, do you think do you think that those those additional benefits are going to have a significant impact on 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 hiring and, and job growth? Most definitely, Gene. You know, um, you know, given that paychecks pays one on every eleven. Uh, private sector employees every couple of weeks. You know, we've uh, we've really got a, a, a good view in what, what's happening with small businesses. And you know, the, the one thing why um, I think really we've seen things uh, bounce back nicely here is um, a lot of the stimulus programs and you know what government has done. You know, I'll just give you one uh, an example of that you know the, the PPP program that I know you're very familiar with. We you know when we look at our data really, really helped small businesses get to the other side, right? Really, I think they they, they stayed around, they, they kept open or kept quasi open. And, um, you know, just an example, um, you know, at Paychecks, um, we, our, our clients have actually taken out over $60 billion in PPP loans now, uh, which is almost 9% of all PPP loans that we've, we've helped our, our businesses, small businesses get. And, you know, with that and all the, the tax credits that now you're you're very familiar with, you know, the retention credits. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that really has been um, helped prop up small businesses, and I really think has been very very successful to again kind of get them to the other side. And you know, now if we we continue with the you know the success and reopening up, I I I you know I'd be very very bullish also this summer and fall. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that with all the different programs that are out there, the everybody knows the PPP program, everybody, you know, these the tax credits, which not enough people know about them. Exactly. But they are, you know, they're out there. And then, you know, it's coming down the pike. Like right now, you know, Frank, as we're recording this, we've got uh, the Shuttered Venue Operators Program. That's for the arts, people in the arts industry. You know, big grants going out to them. These are small businesses. And the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. 
um, which has not opened its doors yet. Right. But like Frank, when this opens up, like any restaurant in the country can get up to $10 million uh, for any loss of revenues that they had in 2020 versus 2019. Um, and the only stipulation is they have to spend it on this grant money on operating costs, which is you know primarily payroll. Um, which I'm hoping means that uh, you know restaurant tours can entice more employees to come off of unemployment and come back to work, um, and that hopefully should contribute. Do you have any thoughts on those programs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the programs, right? There's there's there, there's a lot of them, and again, the, the one again, I think you just mentioned that uh, a lot of small businesses really don't know about as much or are really applying for is these. Um, retention credits, especially that they can even do it retroactively and go back to 2020. Um, and actually, uh, and we've been helping our clients do that. And they've actually gotten some very nice tax credit refunds um, just in the past. Um, now, they haven't got the money yet from the IRS, but it, we, we've at least been able to process that. So they will get that hopefully shortly. But lots of stuff that really, really helps small businesses, I would agree. Got it. Well, listen, as we head into the second half of the year, uh, my expectation is you're going to be we're going to continue to see strong numbers coming out of uh, the paychecks, you know, IHS, you know, the, the, the payroll reports you're doing every month. Um, I, I also, of course, you be careful what you ask for, because now I'm reading and I'm hearing from clients. They're having a hard time finding employees. Exactly. Yep. Um, Just to say that. Yep. Yeah. So you know, what are your thoughts on on how that's going to play out? Yeah, no, no, I was that that's what I was going to lead with um, next. And I I do think there is going to be that headwind and am concerned on that. Because remember, before the pandemic hit, right, um, when you ask small business, what was their biggest concern? It was clearly they couldn't find people to work. Right. So um, I think there's going to be a confluence of things. I think um, things are going to open up. Right. Things are going to get a lot better. You still have. Um, People worried about still kind of maybe going back to work because of the virus. You've got, you know, the kids in school. Um, and then you've got some programs on the unemployment topper and things like I just think there's a lot of things that that could be sort of the uh, the next kind of headwind. You can see. And in fact, there was an article in Bloomberg just a couple hours ago that basically was was kind of highlighting that and highlighted a couple small businesses were having a hard time finding employees. So. Um, that's the next thing to, to worry about, I guess. Yeah. You know, I think after going through the year that we've had, those those kinds of problems will be good problems to have. Yes. Right. Frank, is there anything else that, that, that is worthy of mentioning from this month's report or that you wanted to get in here? No, I think we I think we hit on it. You know, I, I think, um, you know, we, we talked about the, the government programs um, helping small businesses, but I also think we should give a shout out to small businesses as well as you know, they've been very creative to, uh, you know, to, to, to be able to um, stay afloat and, um, you know, go through this and um, survive. And, you know, they've been creative, whether it's, you know, through trying to leverage technology or um, other creative ways to, again, just stay in business. I, I, I think, um, you know, entrepreneurs, um, they, they, they deserve a shout out as well. Yeah, it's funny that you say I'm like, I have a... Uh presentation tomorrow I'm actually giving for Microsoft. And it's just about that, how all these small businesses have pivoted and, and leveraged all this new technology this year 
you know, the work from anywhere stuff, uh, uh, you know, self-service kinds of things, you know, even robotics, exactly. augmented reality. There's all these things happening now and businesses are investing in this stuff. And it was like the difference between surviving this recession or, or going out of business. It's pretty inspirational. It really it is. They've I, would, I would agree. It would, it's nice to see. And um, I think that just is going to help them um, in the long run as well um, for years to come um, as we kind of get you know, through this thing, I think it, it will help them not only grow, but, you know, be better businesses and um, generate more revenue. You're right. Frank Fiorelli is the Vice President of Risk Compliance and Data Analytics at Paychex. Frank, thank you very much for joining us. Your insights are great. Love to have you come back, you know, as this, you know, this monthly report comes out. I do agree uh, with what you said about it. it, this is like actual data. It's not a survey that gets revised 67 times after it's released. It's, you know, it's based on, you know, real hard data. And that's why I think this report is so important. So thanks for coming on and sharing your insights about this. Thanks. For, love to. Thank you. For more information on running your business or advice for running your business as well, visit us at paychecks.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. There you will find a whole bunch of information and tips as well as other content articles in this podcast that will help you hopefully increase your productivity and your profits. My name is Gene Marks. Thanks for joining us this time. We will be back with another episode of the Paychecks Business Series podcast very soon. See you soon. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2021. All rights reserved.